Pete Spence, also known as Peter Spencer and Elliot Larkin Ferguson, is a stage robber, an outlaw, and Clanton cowboy, along with Frank McLaurie, Tom McLaurie, Ike Clanton, and Billy Clanton of Tombstone, Arizona Territory. However, Spence's notoriety didn't stop there, as he was said to be one of Morgan Earp's killers. Spence's wife, Marietta Duarte, testified that her husband and several accomplices conspired to kill Morgan Earp. However, despite her claims, the judge ultimately disapproved. In 1878, Spence was first suspected of robbery in Goliad County, Texas. He was suspected of mule theft and later a suspect in a carriage robbery outside Bisbee, Arizona. Like many of the Old West's gunmen, he also sometimes serves as an attorney. Pete Spence was born in Louisiana or Texas as Elliot Larkin Ferguson, circa 1852. In the 1880 Tombstone census, he gave his age as 28 and listed his occupation as a stockman. Little is known about his youth, but he joined the Texas Rangers under Captain Wallace in 1874. In this capacity, he gained the rank of second lieutenant. In 1878, Ferguson was wanted for robbery in Goliad County, Texas. Seeking to evade capture, he made his way to the Arizona Territory near Bisbee and Tombstone, where he adopted the alias Peter M. Spencer. Spence is just one of many outlaws from Texas seeking refuge along the U.S. border and the Wild West. These individuals, known locally as the Cowboys, often lead a life of daring bandits, herding cattle and stealing horses. In Tombstone, George Parson, a resident of the town, wrote in his diary, A cowboy is a rustler at times, and a rustler is a synonym for desperado, bandit, outlaw, and horse thief. It was in this Arizona territory that Spence lived directly across from Earps in a house still intact in Tombstone. For a time, he even ran Vogan's saloon. However, in October 1880, Spence faced grand theft charges accused of possessing stolen Mexican mules. Remarkably, he managed to escape conviction with his money. Spence also has a business partnership with Frank Stillwell, participating in various mining projects, including the Franklin Mine. Together, they opened a pub in Bisbee. On August 12, 1881, Spence married Marietta Duarte, marking an important turning point in his life. On September 8, 1881, a carriage on the line Sandy Bob operated began its journey from Tombstone, Arizona towards Bisbee. Halfway through, the trip was interrupted by a daring arrest orchestrated by two mysterious masked individuals. There were no safes on the carriage, so they proceeded to rob all valuable belongings of the passengers. The driver present during the robbery overheard one of the perpetrators call the stolen money sugar. The phrase has been frequently used by Frank Stilwell, who until recently served as a deputy to Sheriff Johnny Behan, but was fired due to accounting irregularities. U.S. Deputy Marshal Virgil Earp, along with his brother Wyatt and a squad of police chiefs led by Behan, went on a mission to capture the Bisbee stage robbers. At the crime scene, Wyatt made a remarkable discovery, a distinctive shoe print left by a custom-made high heel wearer.
Following this clue, Herbst decided to investigate a shoe repair shop in Bisbee known for offering wide leg boots. It was there that they connected the shoe print with none other than Frank Stillwell. Stillwell recently went to Bisbee with his partner in the stables, Spence. Soon after, Virgil and Wyatt wasted no time arresting both men on September 10th, accusing them of stage robbery. The Cowboys, a group of outlaws and their friends, defended Stillwell and Spence, providing an alibi that the defendant was elsewhere during the robbery. Therefore, the crime of stage robbery was dropped. On October 13th, Virgil Earp arrested Spence and Stillwell again on new federal charges of interfering with the mail carrier. The Cowboys consider Earp's filing of federal charges as further evidence that they are being unfairly harassed and targeted by the Earps. After the incident, they challenged the Earp brothers that they would not tolerate such cheap treatment and threatened to retaliate. However, local newspapers spread misinformation, falsely reporting that Spence and Stillwell had been arrested for another stage robbery that occurred near the disputed city on October 8th jailed in Tucson for these federal charges. Tensions continue to escalate, and whatever comes must come. The O.K. Corral gunfight was a 30-second gunfight between attorneys led by Virgil Earp and members of an outlaw group, Cowboys, that occurred around 3 p.m. Wednesday, October 26, in 1881, at Tombstone, Arizona Territory. At that time, Spence had been released a few days ago. It was a fateful evening on Saturday, March 18, 1882, when Morgan Earp was in the sights of attackers. As the clock struck 10.50 p.m., loud gunshots rang out through the locked glass windows of the pool room at the Campbell and Hatch in Tombstone. The bullet hits Morgan Earp, and he dies shortly after that. Before being shot, Morgan was playing a late round of billiards with bar owner Bob Hatch. Meanwhile, Wyatt Earp stood alert nearby, watching the proceedings. That night, the gunners missed Wyatt Earp. During the coroner's subsequent investigation, a key testimony came from Marietta Duarte, Spence's wife. She reveals that Stillwell, along with Frederick Bode, Florentino Indian Charlie Cruz, and an individual known as Fry's, bragged about their involvement in the shooting of Morgan Earp. Marietta then faced threats from the group, forcing her to shut up, warning her of dire consequences if she revealed what she knew. The jury tasked with unraveling the truth surrounding Morgan's assassination has finally reached an important conclusion. Spence and his associates become prime suspects. However, when Marietta was called to testify in Spence's preliminary hearing, the defense quickly objected. The judge, admitting Marietta's status as a wife, determined that her testimony was mere hearsay and therefore could not be admitted as evidence against her own husband. As a result, the charges against Spence were dismissed. Upon receiving the jury's verdict, Wyatt Earp acted on his own. After escorting the still-recovering Virgil to the railroad in Tucson, he found Frank Stillwell and Ike Clanton waiting. He shot and killed Frank Stillwell. Ike Clanton escaped. Later, Wyatt Earp personally gathered Warren Earp, Doc Holliday, Sherman McMaster, Jack Turkey Creek Johnson, 
Charlie Harelip, Charlie Smith, Daniel Tipton, and John Texas Jack Vermillion to protect the family and pursue the suspects in the assassination of Morgan Earp. It was during this time that Spence was known for owning a farm and logging camp located in the South Pass of the Dragoon Mountains. He hired Indian Charlie Cruz to serve. Cruz, a known accomplice in the shooting of Morgan Earp. On March 20, 1882, Wyatt Earp and a Confederate army arrived at Spence's camp and demanded his surrender. But Spence turned himself in to Cochise County Sheriff Johnny Behan, claiming he was safer behind bars. After Spence was detained, they inquired about Cruz's whereabouts. They soon find him and kill him. Before his death, he confessed to taking part in Morgan's murder, and he identified Stillwell, Hank Swilling, Curly Bill, and Johnny Ringo as the others who killed Morgan. In June 1883, Spence was serving as deputy sheriff in Georgetown, New Mexico. It was during this time that a tragic incident occurred when he brutally hit Rodney O'Hara with a pistol, killing him. He was found guilty of manslaughter and sentenced to five years in prison at the Arizona Territorial Penitentiary. Less than 18 months later, he was fortunate enough to be fully pardoned by the territory's governor. Spence later settled in Globe, Arizona, where he ran a goat farm with his old friend, Finn Clanton, south of town in the Galeriro Mountains. Finn Clanton died in 1906, but Spence remained friends with his wife. On April 2, 1910, using his real name, Elliot Larkin Ferguson, Pete married Finn's widow. Pete Spence died in 1914 and is buried in Globe Cemetery, Arizona, on the property next to Finn Clanton.